Hello. Oh, hello. I'm Sammy. And I've got coronavirus. <laughs> and you're listening to Rose Plate Special, the most dramatic, contagious, not primary care doctor having recap podcast of The Bachelor ever. Ever. This is, oh this my is gosh. what we do for you, dear listeners. We, we, reco- yeah. we suffer. We're, we suffer for the listeners. We're recording from a disaster zone. Um, I just went out grocery shopping, but I went to a co-op because I, our rationale was no one's going to be a dick there. And we were right. No one was a dick. Everybody was super nice. That's good. And there was toilet paper. for So for uh, you hoarders out there, mm. um, go to your local co-op because they'll probably have toilet paper. Um, and every, But don't be a hoarder, actually. Just don't do that. Because yeah, that's no, rude and that. it's greedy. No, I got really idea. bent out of shape already about that. I don't know if you saw my rant on Facebook, but mm-hmm. um, the other day. So, like, I'm on a really restricted diet. And there's only like specific brands I can buy because I can't have onion or garlic among a bunch of other things. But the hardest thing to cut out of your diet is like onion and garlic because it's in everything because it makes food taste good. Yep. And um, so there's like one brand of products that I buy a lot of and they are like specifically designed uh, to work with my diet. And the only place I can get them like the most complete line is like the, one of the biggest grocery stores that we have. Um, and it's open 24 hours and I went there Thursday night and I was like, okay, I've got class. I'm going to go there after it probably won't be that busy at nine o'clock at night. I was so wrong. Uh, it looked like black Friday shopping and I get there and there's a sign on the side entrance that says we're closing this entrance early, go around we're going to be open until 10. And I was like, well, that makes sense if they have to restock. And yeah. I got there at nine and they were like, we're closed. What? And I was like, I was so pissed because I needed to buy like tampons and stuff too. I was like almost out of tampons. I'm like, what am I going to do? Like, and then I was like, and because people are hoarding toilet paper and cleaning supplies, I can't go in and get my special salad dressing and feel like a normal human being. And it made me so mad, so ragey. Um, and then I went to Target and I bought like a giant tub of peanut butter and kind of got over it. But, um, yeah, it's a, it's a jungle out there, guys. Um, be kind to each other, wash your hands and don't buy more than you need. Yeah. Uh, cause somebody else probably needs it more than you. And, and, uh, yeah. Well, listen, I'm, I'm willing to offer up my services here too. So I've been rocking like a hundred degree temperature for going on three days now got the dry cough going but you know there's no tests to see if i have a you know a virus that's part of a global pandemic so i'm just going <laughs> to go ahead and assume that i have it and i've been quarantining myself however if you see some motherfucker at your local walmart buying like three pallets of toilet paper or clorox wipes if you would like to weaponize me i am available to cough on assholes so just uh just hit me up there you go he will cough on your asshole. Wait, <laughs> that didn't work so well. No, that's um, different. I charge for that. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 extra. Um, yeah, so I feel like I've gone to the grocery three different grocery stores three different times. I did see this tip online. I don't know if it's the case in our city, but I would believe it's the case in most cities. Is that um, 
like your local Asian grocery stores are still pretty well stocked up because people forget they're there. Um, so it's a really good opportunity to frequent a local business that doesn't get enough attention as it is. Um, so if you're looking for supplies and staples, uh, that might be a really good choice for you. So stay safe, uh, order, uh, pick up, get gift cards from restaurants, uh, so that you can use them later to try to keep them afloat during this time. Do all that good shit and be good. And now let's start shit talking. (laughs) Yeah, let's do it. Um, oh, my so God. Full disclosure, I am flying by the seat of my pants because Evernote is down. Dumb, um, dumb. Yeah, this is I, I lost freelance business. Uh, everything's canceled. And then Evernote decided to stop working. So it's it's, it's dark a great days week for everyone. Yeah. Um, yesterday this is, this I watched to be good. <laughs> yeah. Yesterday I watched Seeking a Friend for the End of the World again. Just because it felt like the time was right. Um, That movie's really, that movie's fucking good. Uh, But anyway, so, but there isn't a lot to talk about anyway with this whole, with this whole recap, because a whole lot of nothing kind of happened. I mean, so so let's, yeah, so let's go through our final days in Australia. Um, So, so Hannah Ann, uh, uh, quote, an angel from heaven. Uh, uh, hangs out with Peter and his family first. And I actually, too, um, I'm just like the most unprepared person ever, except I have three boxes of pasta now. Um, she, I missed the first 15 minutes. So I kind of came in when she was, uh, like very emotional. Um, cause I had to make an emergency Joanne's trip. So, um, because <laughs> those exist. And uh, so I know she was very emotional on the date and she was, it seemed like she was really connecting with Peter's family and that they were really hitting it off. Yeah. I mean, it was, it's par for the course for how Hannah Ann has been pretty much the entire season, which is she's steady and uncontroversial and easy to like. And yeah, like it, it went as exactly as you thought it would because her thing is, She's great with Peter and his major reservation is, oh, no, there's no conflict. How can this be real love? So, yeah, yeah, she hit it off with the family and uh, Barb was having a fucking meltdown because, God, Barb. She just loves her and they all connected. And I mean, Hannah Hannah Ann is an angel from heaven. I mean, that does come later, but it's important to note that she is an angel from heaven. Um, Not from New Jersey, from fucking heaven from heaven she's super sweet like i mean i think she has become a lot more likable as the season's gone on um Mm -hmm. i like her way more than i used to uh because of all of her reactions to madison mostly because those were priceless but now you know it's like so the date goes well they hit it off um really there's nothing much to say about it besides that she she obviously clicked with everyone in the family and it's and it's obvious that she would be a really good fit for that family and you know one of the important things they bring up later and it's good to mention now is like it does really seem like their lifestyles can line up that she's totally fine like she's social you know she'd be cool with going out and you know line dancing or whatever the fuck you know like she wouldn't change the way that he is she would compliment who he is and she's got her own stuff going on too. 
Um, so seems like a good fit, you know, like, and and this is important, like compatibility is important and clearly you're not going to be a hundred percent compatible with a person, but you then in that instance, you have to be willing and open to the things that you're in, that they're into that maybe you're not or vice versa. And then you learn from each other and you grow and it's lovely, but yeah, that's not necessarily the case with, with Madison and Peter. It's, it's a complete like big religion, ideological rift. But Peter likes that because it's just like, mm, conflict, need this. This yeah. is how love works. So yeah, Hannah Ann knows how to play the bachelor game. She understands the game. She seems perfectly normal. She's young, but she doesn't seem that stupid. And they'd probably be a perfectly fine fit. She's totally okay. And it, the, the the problem is, is we know who Peter is. And the way that Hannah Ann's been playing this game is she's basically saying, I'm here to be the comforting woman in this process for you. But that doesn't necessarily mean that I'm the best woman in this process for you. So she's getting dumped on by Peter and his bullshit and being mistreated and just taking it like a champ because she knows she can kind of ride that to the end and hopefully eke out a win. And uh, we'll, we'll see how that goes for her. So, yeah, so that's, mm-hmm. so let's talk about the date with Madison. So, so Madison comes and meets the family. Now, remember, Madison should have had a leg up on the competition. Yep. Because she met the family first. That was her first date that she went to the vow renewal. She got to meet everybody in the family. So if she was indeed a good fit for Peter, you'd think his mom would just be like, totally in support of her but it's exactly the opposite you know um while peter well and and one thing i wanted to mention uh, and i forgot while you brought it up was like the whole compatibility thing so uh my boyfriend reads a lot of like self-help articles (laughs) and he's like he's like i read a lot more of these than you think i do And I'm like, cool. Uh, but he's he'll send me ones that he thinks are interesting about relationships or about like life goals and things like that, that, he, you know, like mm-hmm. that he finds to be intriguing. And there was one that we talked about a while ago. And I know I mentioned it on previous podcast episodes about like, you've got to think about a relationship in terms of compatibility and chemistry. And the best relationships are where both of those things line up. And if you've got one without the other, it's it's like near impossible to have a lasting relationship. Yep. So, exactly. um, you know, so when we see him with Hannah Ann, it's like there's compatibility, but is there chemistry? Hard to say. Uh, with Madison, there's clearly chemistry, but is there compatibility? Absolutely um, not. Exactly. So on this date, you know, where she meets or sees the parents again, sees the family again. I mean, they're really like grilling her they're asking important questions so like you know his his mom was basically like i don't want anyone to change who my son is because we love who he is and we love what he's about and you know we're not religious we are spiritual oh i love um, that yeah um i feel that <laughs> i get that you know she's like so but but we're not religious in the way that you're religious basically you're very traditional and and we have some religious beliefs but they kind of are more you know abstract or whatever sure sure um so are you okay with him not being 
as religious as you are. Mm-hmm. And she's like, yeah, I'm fine with it. Lies. Like, there, you know, I think in her head she's thinking, no, I'm just going to convert him. So yeah, I'll yeah say that's, that's I'm exactly fine what she's doing. <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm just going to change him. No big deal. Yeah, I'm going to say I'm fine with it, but on the inside, I'm not actually fine with it, but I'm going to tell you that so that you shut up and then I can change him later. Mm-hmm. Um, and his mom's seeing right through that bullshit. And, you know, she's like, we love our Peter, you know, and she's like, and he goes out and he parties. And I yeah. and I actually do love and respect a mom who's like, I want my son to keep going out and partying. OK, yeah. so you better she, be. Okay she basically with that. said that, like, yeah, he likes to rage and get laid. So deal yeah, with he's it. a fuck boy. So are you OK with that? Yeah, and she's okay like, yeah, I'm fine with it. It's <laughs> gay. Like, no. So it didn't go well. Um and I think she knew it didn't go well. And then Peter ends up talking to his parents about it. And his mom's just like, yeah, it does. And I mean, his whole family was like unanimous. They were just like, this doesn't make sense. And we think you're making a mistake. And yeah. we don't think you're picking the right person, which is kind of surprising because I feel like I can't think of a family that's been that opinionated in the past no, like against one person. How could you be? Because I mean, the show's so fucked up. It's just like, well, it's been two months, and this is the person I'm going to marry, and this is all over television. It's like, how could you react as a family other than like, okay, like, yeah. But I mean, you know, it's like that goes to show you how obvious it was to them that yeah. she wasn't the right fit. That they could see it within like a couple outings. You know, sure. that they're like, well, like, look, she's she lives a completely different life from you and she's not willing to compromise. And that's obvious to us that she's not going to change who she is to fit your lifestyle. So she's going to expect you to change your life. And are you prepared to do that? And he's like, and he's like, you guys, like, I don't really appreciate this. Like I, you know, and it's obvious that Madison was his number one choice the whole time you know and and he so but then he turns into this like petulant teenager like oh god guys i'm gonna do whatever i want you can't control me you can't tell me how to live my life shut up yeah and they're like they're like peter we're just trying to help you we're just trying to like give you some good advice because it doesn't feel like you're seeing things clearly and he's like He's like, oh, God, I'm leaving. I'm not going to deal with this shit, basically. And then his mom, yeah, this is like, this is the moment we've been waiting for. His mom just goes hard for Hannah Ann right after that date with Madison. And she's just like, yeah, Hannah Ann is an angel on earth. And, you know, bring her home, bring her home to us. And, and it's, and he's just like, God, mom, this is like embarrassing. <laughs> well, and who would have thought at the beginning of the season when we started seeing just the 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 mom clip of her saying "Bring her home to us," who would have thought it would have been something as vanilla as Hannah Ann? That's who you right? want us to bring home. Yeah. Which again, nothing against her; she's totally fine. But there's nothing interesting about that choice. But this is yeah. this is the way of the Bachelor, right? They lead us to think that something dramatic is going to happen, and then. We say to ourselves, well, it's never as dramatic as they say it's going to be, but we still kind of build ourselves up to believe that it will be and that it isn't. That's what happens. Right. Except when Colton jumped the fence. That was good. Yeah. I'm always going to give them credit for that because that was genuinely surprising to everyone. So I'll I'll let them have that win. And it's still one of my favorite moments. Um, 
because I like how he had no plan. That's yeah. the best part about it. It's like, oh, Colton, you dummy. Um, but so, like, I get it, though. She saw her as like, oh, she could easily fit into my family. And it sounds like she always wanted a daughter. Uh So she's like, I get the daughter that I want, you know, like, well, like, I think she, you know, it's like, um, like we, so we're going on. Okay. I'm going to go back to self-helpy things. Um, my boyfriend and I are going through this book called eight dates, Uh um, where you go on, like it says a series of eight dates and each one has like different conversation topics. Mm -hmm. Um, and the first week is like about trust and commitment. And we were talking about how when we like, you know, it's like, it's kind of hard. Like we're, we're both romantics where it's like you start dating someone and then immediately you're like, Oh, what's it going to be like? And like, yeah. are we, you know, like what are our kids going to look like? Or what's the, <laughs> you know, where are we going to live? And you know, like what kind of house will we live in? Like, you know, it's like, it's really easy to get carried away. And, and if you oh, don't, sure. and we're like, you know, if we don't see that within the first couple of dates with someone, then we're like, eh. Forget it. What's the point? You know, Our kids would look weird, not interested. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't really think I could like, well, it's funny. Cause I asked him, I'm like, if we had to be quarantined together, do you think we'd kill each other? And he was like, no. And I'm like, me neither. Well, that's good. You know, it's like, yeah, would, we, would we survive if we got quarantined together? Um, but that's like, that's kind of how I think the reason I bring that up is because that's how I think Peter's mom was envisioning things with Hannah Ann. You know, she's like, Oh, we'd go shopping together and we'd get pedicures and I can't wait to help her pick out her dress. And I can't wait to throw her a baby shower. And she was just imagining this life with Hannah Ann. And she's like, this would be just beautiful. And I do think their families are compatible too. And that's something that's really important to parents. Like, cause her, her dad was really sweet and like, very reasonable and you know she seemed to have a very like stable family and and close-knit so and not in like a creepy super religious way Mm -hmm. so I think she was also probably excited about that kind of stuff you know so I'm just trying to give I'm just trying to give her the benefit of the doubt but it's obvious who they like and Peter's just like oh god well I gotta go figure out what to do now um and so then we continue on with they have like one final set of one-on-one dates. Mm-hmm. Who was first? I can't remember. And like I said, my notes are not available. Do you remember? I think, I think Matt Madison went first. Okay. Mm-hmm. Maybe I should pull this up. Pull because up a recap. The the last thing is like them being weird babies, and then Hannah Ann. And him like pet kangaroos or some bullshit. <laughs> That's <laughs> oh yeah, very specific. I forgot about that. I totally forgot about that. I'm gonna look at Vulture's uh, recap. Okay. Um. Okay. So neither neither final date is particularly noteworthy. It, it seems like just no, just f- to fatten up the episode length. This is whew, between this and and the second night. There's probably like 20 minutes of actual material here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. So. Oh, yeah. So Madison. So Madison left, right? Yes. Madison left oh, because. When did she leave? Um, her and Peter had they like were riding in a helicopter and then they had like a serious business conversation. And um, she was just like. 
I wanted you to be the one, but you're not the one. And then she sort of did this thing where she continuously told him that like I wasn't making an ultimatum or a threat or anything like that. But also when you say, basically, I don't want to be with you if you sleep with someone else, then that's an ultimatum or a threat. I mean, that's that's there's no really getting around it. Even if you don't use that word, that's what it means, right? Right. Yeah. And then she just kind of went on her way and uh, Peter had a little meltdown. Oh, okay. So I think I'm, I think I'm separating things in a way that didn't make sense. Right. Mm-hmm. So they went on those dates and then they met the family or they went, met the family and then went on those dates. Um, I have no idea. I'm again, like I got the fever brain <laughs> going right be now. A really interesting podcast. Okay. Everything's so in a blender. <laughs> so this shit doesn't really matter. Right. So yeah. they, they're going on the dates at one point. Madison decides that this isn't the right fit for her and she leaves. Um, the most important thing, and I'm so sorry, everyone who's screaming at in their cars or at their phones right now because yeah. we're they so went on the disoriented. Date first. They went on the date second. I, <laughs> I have a, a horrible disease. Fuck you. Yeah, and I'm I'm traumatized because I don't get my salad dressing that I want. Yeah. Um, salad dressing anyway, is the real pandemic, dude. I wanted that maple Dijon dressing more than I more than words can tell you. Um, so, but it's coming tomorrow, I think. Uh, and less Woodman's collapses, which it might. But you never know. But anyway, so Matt, basically, when we get to the end, when we get to that final rose ceremony, the most important thing to mention is that Madison is gone. And Hannah Ann doesn't know that Madison is gone. And at no point in time does Peter tell Hannah Ann Madison is gone until he proposes to her. Yep. And he is- puts it. In the proposal. That's pretty awesome. Hey, just oh so you know, God. my other girlfriend left two days ago. Will you marry me? It's pretty baller. Oh, my God. So it was like, so, and here's the thing that's really fucked up, too, is he's like, I'm so excited. I get to marry Hannah Ann, and this is so great. This day is going to be so great. And Hannah Ann is like, I'm really nervous, and I don't know what's going to happen, and I feel sick to my stomach, as you should, girl, as you should, because what the hell. And at some point before that final ceremony, they go on that date, and she says, like, I keep giving and giving and giving, and I just want something back. So she knows that this dynamic is fucked up, but she doesn't know what to do about it, and she doesn't know how to change it. Um, She's basically she's being still- used as just an emotional dumping ground for big baby brain Peter. That's it. Absolutely. And she's so much better than that. Yep. And and the fucked up thing is that she and Madison are like the same age, right? Aren't they both 23? Yep. They're both or maybe young. she's, yeah. And so, um, but everybody focused on how young she was, but she's clearly more emotionally mature than Peter. Yeah. Oh, so 100%. anyway, um, so they get to this proposal um she doesn't know she's the only one and he says all this nice stuff about her and then he's like uh so madison left and but it doesn't matter because i wanted to pick you anyway Mm -hmm. yep i did i so did and i love you and uh will you marry me and she's like uh oh my god what uh yeah sure it's great you know she's like i i'm as surprised as everybody else is right now and she's shocked and she's like, oh, my God, we're getting married. And um, I like flailed so much that I just hit my computer. I was like doing Muppet arms. Yeah, sure. Uh, and 
So then you see, and it's, and it's that same pit in your stomach feeling that you got with like Ari season. You're like, mm-hmm. Oh God, yeah, not gonna it's, go over, well. it's over too early. So, you know, shit's going to go down. And, uh, um, so yeah. So then we find out what happens afterwards and, we get that same kind of footage. I mean, it wasn't like raw, uncut. This is 45 minutes of mostly silence. Um, no, this is thankfully edited. Oh, thank God. Uh, but it was like, it was like, okay, so let's talk about them going on dates and stuff. And then you find out it's been a month since they've seen each other. Mm-hmm. And she comes over and it sounds like basically he was like friend zoning his fiance for a month. Yep. Yep. Just and she's like, you've been telling me to be patient, and you've been telling me to trust you, and you've been telling me to do all this stuff, but like I don't, you know. Yeah. And why would she? And it's clear that yeah, like he's he's not about her. This isn't going to work for him. You know, he's still in love with Madison, and she's just like, fuck this, you know. And she's just like, you know what? <laughs> Like you're the worst, yeah. and you took my first engagement away from me. How dare you? Uh, this should have been a special moment for me. I'm young, and now that I can never go back from that. And you ruin that moment for me forever, and I will never forgive you for it. You piece of trash. Mm-hmm. Um, and and then you cut to uh, Barbara clapping <laughs> yeah, in the like audience. She's like, "Fuck yeah, girl." Um, and she, yeah, she's basically just like, how dare you, you selfish fuck boy. I don't want anything to do with you. Um, and yeah, it's done. Like, fuck you. Uh, so that was cool. <laughs> that made me like, that like really made me like Hannah Ann more than I already liked her, you know? So. Oh yeah. And and the way that she, she didn't give him any amount of space to kind of wheel his way out of it. And then when they do the sit down in the studio, she digs in even deeper and she's super articulate, very intelligent, clearly understands the situation very well. And Peter's got nothing. She just buries him. And it is, oh, it is beautiful to watch. Okay, so uh, Evernote came back. Oh, Hooray! Uh, yeah. We love her so much. We love her. We love her. Um, okay. So, oh yeah. So that's one thing that I forgot too. Um, during the proposal, we're going to back up a little bit. Uh, he asked permission via phone to Hannah Ann's dad. Mm-hmm. Um, and he tells his parents like a week later and his mom was like all excited about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then, yeah, then they say all that, you know, and, and so like when they get when they get to that date a month later, you know, he's like, I'm struggling. And Hannah's like, I said yes to a partnership. Like, I don't know what you thought this was, but, you know, I trusted you. Um, and then she returns the ring at that point. And um, and then we get to see Hannah Ann and Peter talk live and they haven't seen each other since all that shit went down. Mm hmm. I don't have a lot of notes for this part, actually, but she she was like, you blindsided me. And that's what it's called, sir. It's called I've been blindsided. And how dare you? Um, And uh, 
she's like, I should have paid attention to the first red flag when you said you needed closure with Hannah Brown. And if you're going to get engaged to a woman, you need to be a real man. And I was like, oh, yeah, that was a good. I, I like that one because that would just kind of snuck up. You didn't see that one coming. And it's just like, oh, so not only were you still in love with Madison, but also you needed to deal with some Hannah Brown shit. But also you want to be engaged. And this is the crazy part, too, where he could have chosen Hannah Ann, but had been like, I want our relationship to grow and I got to figure some shit out. And that's okay. People do that. You don't have to propose. But he chose the proposal. That's what makes him a fucking idiot, among other things. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's like, look at Colton and Cassie. I mean, clearly they had mad chemistry, though. But he was willing to... Um, figure something out to give her like the time and space she needed to make sure that she felt comfortable in their relationship and they're still together and it's work. It seems to be working out well. So clearly that's what they needed. And that was like a very rational way to approach their relationship mm-hmm. for both of them. Um so he could have done anything like that, but he didn't because he's a fuckboy. boy. So then, okay, then this whole part was super weird to me because Chris Harrison was like, Peter doesn't know that I did this. But like, clearly he knows that he did it in the present. That whole thing was very confusing. Oh, yeah. But I didn't he, understand that at all. Very contrived. Yeah. Very... Yeah. He's like, she, he doesn't know that I did this. It's like, well, obviously he does because how else did she show up? But anyway, whatever. Um but he goes to talk to Madison because Chris Harrison likes to stir that pot. And he was like, he was like, here's the deal. Uh, Peter's single. So what do you think? You know? And she's like, Oh my God. And, and she's like, is he okay? I just want him to be okay. I'm like, Oh, police. Sure. You do. Yeah. And he's like, you know, basically like, well, he's still in love with you. And she, and he's like, do you, how do you feel and she's like i still love him and he's like well i think there's still hope because it would be good if we got a happy ending on the show so why don't you come to la with me um so she comes to la and uh it's like the first time she's seen peter in a long time or no yeah um in person before they get to the studio um and they basically like admit their feelings for each other and are like, we're going to give it a shot. Um, and then you, we cut to them back in the studio and they're like, yeah, we're going to commit to each other. We're going to, we're going to try to make this thing work. And I mean, it's gross and weird. And I, and then Barb became my favorite person in the whole world. Cause she was like, well, I mean, it's not going to work out, but I mean, we'd love uh it. Barb, our little Nostradamus, turns out as of like yesterday or the day before, I've kind of lost track of time. Uh, guess who's not together anymore? Peter Ooh. and Madison. Are they really? I already broke up. Oh my didn't god! Didn't even I didn't last know a that. fucking week. Yeah. Great, oh my huh? god, that's so funny. I didn't even know that. Hold on. Oh my god. How <laughs> yeah, did I not know that? It's pretty good. Yeah. So yeah, it's, much it's for awesome. true it's, it's love. Like, oh, after reevaluating our relationship, it turns out we shouldn't be together. It's like, yeah, are you fucking kidding me? And then people have been posting all these stills of them when they were sitting on the on the final, you know, uh, studio set or whatever together, and they just look so awkward together, like they don't want to be near each other. It's great. Oh my god, this is fucking awesome. Um, no, I knew she. I mean, 
she saw it. She's his mom. She knows shit. She's not dumb. You know, she was just like, it's not going to last. We'd love it to last, but it's like, it's not going to. It doesn't make sense. And you know what? He's just going to have to succeed to fail. Or fail oh to succeed. Fail I don't know. Succeed. Whatever. <laughs> fail to succeed. Um, he's going to have to fail to succeed. And uh, he's just got, he's got to learn by fucking up, you know? And that's just that's just the way he is. And uh, I tried to warn him, but he's not listening. And uh, he let go of an angel from Earth. So what a dumbass. And I was like, yeah, I was like, yeah. Okay, I'm going to read Pilot Pete's Instagram caption. Oh, dramatically, it got five. It got 541,025 likes. Okay. I want to start by acknowledging the incredible group of women that I had the privilege of getting to know this season. Thank you for coming on this journey with me. I I learned so many lessons from all of you that I will carry with me. Maddie, thank you for your patience and unconditional love. Her love comes with every condition in the world. Anyway. You're the yeah, epitome. that's kind of her old thing. Yeah, exactly. Like, what the fuck? Like, that doesn't mean anything to me. You're the epitome of a woman who carries herself with grace, stands by what she believes in, and loves wholeheartedly. No, she's not. She sees herself as separate from everybody and that she has higher standards than everybody and she judges everybody because of it. That's some bullshit. Anyway. That love is something I feel so grateful to have felt and will take a piece of that with me always going forward. Maddie and I have mutually decided to not pursue our relationship any further. Believe me, this was not easy for either of us to be okay with, but after a lot of honest conversations, we have agreed that this is what makes the most sense for the two of us. The love and respect I have for Maddie will continue to endure Oh. Hannah Ann, <laughs> Hannah Ann, you set an example for women everywhere a couple nights ago. You are such a strong, confident woman, and you deserve all the love in the world. Ex- but not for me. I accept full responsibility for my mistakes in our relationship and wish you only the best. This has been an emotional experience, and I am so grateful for the outreach of support that I have received from friends family, and Bachelor Nation in the last few days. Thank you to all of you. This is just another chapter in my story, one I will never forget and one that I will always cherish heart emoji. Just another chapter in the fuckboy story. Now here's Madison's. Are you ready? Yeah, I I want this one. Get ready for this shit. Um, So incredibly thankful for this amazing journey. I've had the honor of being a part of journey. Take a drink. I have grown so much and I'm stronger than I was going in. I have learned the importance of acceptance, forgiveness, and grace. As Peter and I have decided to go our separate ways, I am confident that we will both move in the direction of our purpose and never forget that God has a plan in all things. Oh, hell yeah. I will always love and respect him. I am convinced our paths were meant to cross and we are both better because they did. Pilot Pete, you are an amazing guy and I am thankful for you. I, and that's for tagging him. She's not like calling him Pilot Pete. Anyway, <laughs> I will always be your biggest fan. And to the amazing women I met this season, I will love you for life. Yeah, right. You guys were all so fucking toxic. Um, thank you at ABC Network for allowing me to embark on this journey. 
Oh, and what a journey. It another was. journey. Yep. Another, another big oh shot. Oh my God. <clears throat> yeah. God. That oh. is some shit. Yep. That's, that's how it wraps up. Well, and now it's funny too, because they announced this bachelorette that no one's excited about, but yeah. at this point, there's two directions you could have gone that would have worked out great, which is could have gone with Hannah Ann because everybody feels bad for her and she really stuck the landing and made herself very endearing to the audience. Or if you want to double down on the strange puritanical Christian values of The Bachelor, you could have gone with Madison and just done it straight up Jesus style. And I think that would have gone well for you, too. Oh, my so God. You got, yeah. you got options. You got options here. And instead, you went with someone that people were like, who? Oh, yeah, her. Oh, wow. <laughs> now, they are delaying. Um, they are delaying filming for The Bachelorette. Okay. Because of the coronavirus. Oh, my God. Can you hear that? I heard something. What was that? That was me trying to open a new tab and then sound played. Oh, that's exciting. I'm it was like, da, 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 da. I'm really sorry, everyone, if you heard that. Uh, okay, I was trying to look at the Bachelor producer finally responds to Peter Weber rumors mm. because uh, I still think something happened with the producer. Uh, I wouldn't yeah. be surprised. Yeah. We'll probably so find out to... when he ends up on, uh, on you know, either the island or the Winter Games. or We'll, we'll, we'll figure it out. He'll probably be in okay. paradise. Let's see. Bachelor producer Julie LaPlaca, this is from uh, People, uh, is setting the record straight on her relationship with Peter Weber amid rumors that they were dating. Um, uh, Let's see. So I guess they spent New Year's together. Um, Yeah. And. Yeah. So let's see. I'm looking to see. And they totally banged. Yeah, they probably did. But she said, I don't know. What we've seen about the finale over the years is that finale is really on the is really on that night when the show goes live. There's a lot of craziness. It's a roller coaster. But I would say that even now the roller coaster hasn't ended and it won't end until after the final rose. Anyway, so she's just saying, no, nothing happened, but mm, they probably banged. Yeah, they probably uh, banged. <laughs> they probably banged. If there's one uh, thing we can take away from this season, it's that Hannah Ann is better than we all thought she was, and Peter absolutely. is much, much worse than we all thought he was. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, apparently, yeah, apparently, like, uh, they yeah there was like rumors that the family was like falling out over him picking madison so that might have been part of the reason that they split too because his mom was just digging in her heels i don't know but sure uh yeah i mean that that makes sense so yeah um anyway so that what a shit show what What a a shit show. show oh my god uh, so the next series is coming up in April and we may still be quarantined by then. So I know I'll be watching it. Yeah. If I'm not dead, I will too. Listen to your heart. So we'll, we'll cover those, right? I think we got to, well, we have to, yeah. it's important. So, yeah. So listen to your heart starting in April. It sounds like, uh, the bachelorette probably will start late. Um, since they're filming late, cause they said it was going to start mid May. It'll probably not start till June or July now. Yeah. They can't film right now so but you know what we'll be with you every step of the way and god help us there better be a paradise we better all be recovered globally 
because we fucking need paradise to survive. Absolutely. Yeah. But until until next time, until next month when Listen to Your Heart comes out, thank you for thank you for listening to our shit show. And uh be well. Wash your Wash hands. Wash your fucking hands. Be kind to each other. Don't hoard things you don't need. Share your hand sanitizer and spread the love. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs>